gratitude. We're talking about gratitude today. Everybody, it's Rebecca here with Keto Sisters. Today, I have a very special guest with me, my friend Tammy. Hey, I am so glad to be here because this is one of my favorite topics. In the United States, we have a whole holiday named Thanksgiving, and I know other countries don't really have that, but I think the message of gratitude is universal. It's something that is important for all of us to, to recognize, not just at this time of year, but every time of year. But since in the States, Thanksgiving is this week. We thought it was a great time to kind of focus on this topic. And do you know that it is one of the healthiest things you can do? It is very helpful for you to have gratitude. It lowers stress. It uh, improves your immunity system. And if you're happy because you're being grateful, you don't abuse alcohol as much. You tend to do things that are good for you because you're happier because you're grateful. It's not just a mental like state of mind but it's something that does spill over into all parts of your life, right? Your physical health and then your relational health, your financial health, you know, I mean, it just keeps going and going. So sometimes we like to talk about an avalanche and an avalanche can either work for you or against you. So if you start making little changes to your health, your physical health, your mental health, making little adjustments, and then that leads to a few more adjustments and it leads to a few more until soon you get that snowball and it's rolling in your favor versus what sometimes we do. We make one bad choice, which leads to another bad choice. Like you mentioned alcohol. Sometimes when people drink alcohol, well, then they start to snack a little bit more. And then people who never smoke sometimes smoke when they drink alcohol. And then it can lead to a bunch of other decisions maybe that aren't so beneficial. And this is not to, to be anti-alcohol. I'm just saying small decisions can either build toward a better future or build maybe toward a not so great future. Where it all starts is right here in between the ears is your mindset. And a lot of times I know at the holidays, I can get wrapped up in my to-do list. I've got a baking list. I've got a cooking list for my family celebration. I got a cooking list for my husband's celebration. My daughter's boyfriend just had a birthday. So I made him a cheesecake last night and you know, it's just that to-do list. And then we've got to load up the car. I know some people have to catch a plane, figure out what we're doing with our pets, travel to different places. And then you've got maybe that weird uncle who like can irritate you or get under your skin. Or maybe it's a cousin that just, you know, you just kind of butt heads and you're like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> and, and all that stress, it just leads to stress. And we're not doing what we need to do is remember what we're grateful for. And it's not just the big things. It's the little things. If you're traveling, you're grateful that you can travel, that you have a car, that you're walking, that you're healthy, that you're able to visit. You know, a couple of years ago, nobody was visiting anybody. So we need to remember that this is a time that we can be grateful and let go of the stress. Just being grateful for the fact you can get together with your family and that, and you, that you have family or friends yes. to gather with. If you're looking for the bad in the situation, I promise you, you will find it. But I can also promise you, if you look for the good in the situation, that you will find it. So normally on Mondays, I teach three fitness classes. But my second class is a group of seniors, some of whom have been with me for 15 years. Wow. So like we have some deep connections and a lot of them with our mobile society, their families aren't necessarily local anymore. They don't always have a local holiday celebration to go to. So a couple of weeks ago, they're like, hey, are we going to get together? Because we've done that in the past and done like a, a Friendsgiving. And I'm like, sure. But they wanted to do it on Monday. And I was a little frustrated because I have another class 
right after that class that I need to go to. And it's a dance class, which I love. And I thought, Rebecca, get a hold of yourself. These are your <laughs> dear friends. They want to spend time together. And I'm like, that is more important than the dance class that I teach every week. So I got us up for the dance class and we went out to lunch together on Monday. Oh. And my husband was able to join us. And they always like it when he comes. When my kids were younger, they would come to these luncheons. But I'm so grateful that I had that group that I didn't get caught up in my to-do list in my normal routine. And I just took time to say, yeah, they're important to me. It's important for them. It's important for us to be together. And I was blessed by that luncheon. Oh, get a little. Oh, oh that is so sweet that you were able to do that and spend time with them and, and recognize the importance of spending time with them. We get caught up in our to-do list. Like you said, we've got to do this and this and this, and we forget the enjoy the in-between times that make life worth living and not the to-do oh, yes. because we I have a huge family. My husband's family is very small. They're very accommodating working around my larger kind of crazy family. But this way, the way the holiday fell this year with everybody's schedules, we are doing my family at lunch and my husband's family at dinner. And my sister, my daughter and her husband have to drive like two hours to get there to be able to do both. So we didn't want to do dinner too late because we don't want them on the road late. So kind of squeezing it in. And I, I felt myself getting a little, oh, that's not great. It's not, I don't like, hold on. We're making accommodations so that we can all be together. Who cares if you can't eat as much as you want to at this one, because you're gonna have to turn around in a few hours and eat. Like, that's not the point. And so when I was talking to my sisters, you know, we're in those group texts, the infamous group texts, and they're talking about, I'm bringing this, I'm bringing that. I'm like, I don't really care so much what we're bringing, but like, let's all try to be on time. If you're watching sisters, let's try to all be on time because I'm going to have to leave to get to, to my husband's family celebration. And I want to maximize time together. Like, I don't care if you, you want to make like some fancy dessert and you're really excited about it. Like, that's okay. Just plan early. So it doesn't keep you from being there. Cause all I care about really is spending time with people that I love. That's right. That's the important thing. And everybody gets caught up in all the other things. You need to treasure those moments together because no, we're not guaranteed tomorrow and you just never know. Exactly. And I like to embrace what I call a positivity pivot. And it's something that I'm training myself to do. And I'm not perfect. I can get really negative. I can promise you if my sisters are really late on Thanksgiving, <laughs> I'm going to have to work on this. It's just always taking something that's making you feel negative and looking for the good in it. How can I turn that to a positive? So several years ago on Thanksgiving, my father passed away. And so that Christmas was going to be really hard. You know, it was our first big holiday without him. And my husband got sick. This was two years ago. We assumed it was COVID. He got tested. It wasn't, but he kept being sick and his temperature was really high. And we're like, what is going on? We were going to just treat it as COVID. So we said, we're not going to family celebrations, you know, we're just going to quarantine because we don't know what's going on with him. So we were going to miss out on a time when I really needed my family. And I don't know, know if you even know this story, Tammy, but it's Christmas no, Eve. He had been to the doctor, got tested, and they said, we don't know what it is. Just treat the symptoms. It's probably viral. It'll go away, whatever. His temperature was getting like into the hundreds, like inching close to 104. I'm like, we got to take you to the doctor or something like this is not right. So I called the doctor in there. Of course, it's Christmas Eve. So they're like, you're just going to have to take him to the emergency room. I'm like, okay. Um, he was paranoid about me being around him because he thought he had COVID. So at the time we lived on a ranch with a basement. So he was quarantining in the basement and I was upstairs. We'd already decided we were going to miss Christmas with family. So I'm taking him to the emergency room. He's double masking. I'm double masking. Not that that did any good, but it made him feel better. 
because he's like, I'm going to drive myself to the emergency room. I'm like, you're barely conscious. I'm taking you. So he said, if we would double mask, I could take him. And it starts to snow, which normally on Christmas Eve, I love a Christmas Eve snow. <laughs> I'm not a winter girl, but I do love snow at Christmas. And it was just this beautiful, very magical looking and very slick snow. A mile from the hospital, I'm stopped in traffic and there's a hill coming down and I see this car and I can tell it's not going to stop. I look around, no place for me to go. So I see this coming. It hits my car. I'm like, oh my gosh. So then we have to pull off into a parking lot. Well, there were a million wrecks, not literally a million, but there were a ton of wrecks because it was a very slick, just light dusting of snow. And it was so cold, Tammy. We're sitting in the car. He feels miserable. I'm like, do I leave the scene of the accident to take him to the emergency room? Because he feels terrible. But I don't want to leave the scene of the accident. The guy who hit us was foreign, spoke very little English. It's really hard to communicate. I'm like, there's no way I can explain that I'm taking him to the hospital and I'll be right back. And plus, I was like, if I say what I'm doing, they're going to think it was my fault because I was stressed about taking him to the hospital. I was literally parked. He just like plowed into me, saw it coming. There was nothing I could do. So we sit there. And it's so cold. I turn the car on. I turn it off. Finally, the police come. They do their thing. Okay. So they leave. So I go back on the road to take them the remaining mile to the hospital. My car's like scraping and making all kinds of noises. So I get to the hospital. They won't let me go in because it's back in the COVID days. I send him in. He has a cell phone. He would periodically send me updates. They were doing chest x-rays and multiple COVID tests and flu tests and all these different things. So I'm literally just sitting in my parking lot on Christmas Eve and I'm just feeling pretty daggone sorry for myself. In addition to this, we had planned the day after Christmas to check into a place in Florida. We had saved up so that we could go to Florida. Both of our daughters had just that week in between Christmas and New Year's off. We were going to spend time as a a family down in Florida. I knew we weren't going to make it until because we were self-quarantining until after, you know, my daughters had to leave. So I was bummed about that. And I'm bummed about my car and I'm bummed about him being sick. And I'm bummed about not being anywhere with any family for Christmas. Just a pity party, crying in the parking lot, turn the car on, warm up, turn it off, get cold again. Just a pity party, a pity party of one. And then I started listening to our church is having a Christmas Eve service. That's something we love to do is go to Christmas Eve service. And I was like, Rebecca, get a hold of yourself. You have a husband you love. You have access to medical care. He's getting the best medical care, even if you can't be with him. This is the first Christmas you've never had a family celebration. The first. And I'm 51 years old. Well, back then I was, what, 48, 49, 50. I don't know. I don't do math. (laughs) This is the first time you've ever not had family around you. A lot of people never have family or routinely don't have family. You know, military who are away from their families. People who have chronic illnesses, like I just literally was shaking myself for being so pathetically focused on the negative. And I just started focusing on the positive. My spirits were lifted. Oh, and I was thankful. Thankful. And I'll never forget. It makes such a big difference to look at, to be grateful than it is to look at all the bad things. And it, it, cheered you up. Yeah, well, not really happy. But. No, I know it, it did. It literally did. And, you know, my sisters and my kids were, do I need to come sit with you? I'm like, no, I'm having a great time. It's not the Christmas I chose, but I'm like, 
Satan, you don't win. No. You don't win. Yeah. You look at, you know, focus on God and all of a sudden everything else gets much smaller. Yeah. What was wrong with John? He had mono. (gasps) He had mono. And I guess in the throngs of all the COVID frenzy or whatever, like everybody, including us, assumed it must have been COVID. We didn't know until weeks later he was at the doctor and they were like, did you know you had mono several weeks ago? We could tell you've had mono. Um, so it, it was just it was just this weird set of circumstances. But like. That was a defining moment for me. It's making the choice to choose. You can either be self pitiful or you can make the choice to be grateful for what you've got. And then all of a sudden things don't look so bad. Yeah. I mean, I sat in that parking lot, snow coming down. I watched a Christmas service for five hours waiting for him. Oh, wow. Five hours. Yeah. And so I found a gas station that was close by and I was timing when I would go to the restroom, you know, like I'd go and drive to the restroom (laughs) because I knew they were going to close. So I like hit it at the last minute. And, you know, he came out and they're like, still, they didn't know what was going on. They just sent him home. But my attitude had just changed. And I was just thankful we went home. I remember we had, we still were isolating because we didn't know what was wrong with him. So I fixed a frozen pizza, took half of it downstairs to him. I ate half of it upstairs (laughs) at like 1130 on Christmas Eve because we hadn't had dinner. But I just look back at that and I'm thankful. That is not something I could have done six years ago. I, I would have just wallowed in self-pity and negative. Why does this happen to me? And why is my Christmas ruined? And why blah, blah, blah. And I, it just turned into one of these defining moments. Sorry, I did not intend to go there today. But if you're watching this and you feel yourself either worked up because your Thanksgiving isn't turning out like you thought it would. Maybe you're one of those families where you alternate Christmas and Thanksgiving. And so this year it's not your year to have your family with you at Thanksgiving. So you're kind of bummed about that or you don't have money to travel or you have illness or something that you're dealing with. I just encourage you to look for the positive pivot, find something to be thankful about. And it, it can become a very sweet, tender memory, even if it's not the perfect Thanksgiving that you envisioned, even if you take out your casserole and you burned it or the turkey's dry or (laughs) your uncle made some horrible political comment and, I, I don't know, just whatever happens to ruin Thanksgiving, you don't have to let it ruin Thanksgiving. No. I mean, yeah, if you look at, you know, the fact you can be with your family, the fact you have food on the table, you've got heat, um, you know, that makes a difference. Let go of all of those little things that can make your your holiday awful. Think of all the memories that you're making and how you can laugh about that uncle, you know, in the future. And if my uncle's watching, I don't really have him in mind. I'm just using <laughs> uncle as an example. <laughs> I don't want to pre-start a fight. You again, you'll be going, oh, Rebecca, I didn't know you thought of me this way. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, everybody always talks about their crazy uncle or their cousin or their aunt or whatever, you know? Yeah, there's probably somebody who pushes your buttons. Don't let them have access to those buttons. That's right. That's right. Hurt people hurt people. Why exactly. Hurt? And we're all hurt. I mean, this is an imperfect world. I've hurt people. People have hurt me. Sometimes I've done it intentionally, sometimes unintentionally, but like, it's a great time to just check your attitude in your heart and make the best of your Thanksgiving and try to help somebody else make the best of theirs. You know, if you go to somebody's house and they're stressed because they're hosting, ask them what you can do to help, you know, clear the table afterwards and let them go put their, their feet up and you maybe do cleanup crew. Or I know sometimes I've been to family gatherings where there's only a couple of tables 
And so we have to eat in shifts, volunteer to take the later shift and let other people have the hot food. And you can microwave yours if you need to heat it up, but just do a little bit to try to make somebody else's holiday brighter. It's always great for me if I'm feeling sorry for myself or negative, if I try to do something for somebody else. Putting the focus on somebody else puts me in a better mood every time. That is so true. That is so true. All right. Well, Tammy, sorry I kind of <laughs> took over with my um, emotional song story. <laughs> I had not heard that um, story. So that is so interesting. And mono of all things. That's awful. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And, you know, update. We did miss one daughter. She had to leave. She's a school teacher. So we are literally driving down to Florida because we had rent, we had saved to rent this place for a month, but we only had a week with our daughters and their significant others. And so we're driving down and the daughter who's a school teacher was driving back because she had to get to, to school the next day. But it just worked out where we were near a gas station at the same time. <laughs> and we're like, hey, let's pull off. I gave her her Christmas stuff and his Christmas stuff there in the parking lot. We had a little mini Christmas. Oh, sitting on the curb. But that's such a great memory. That's such I a know. great memory that you Is can that have. more memorable than any other normal Christmas around the tree? Absolutely. Yes. yes. And so then we celebrated with them. And then my other daughter, she rearranged her schedule to stay for a few days so that we could have some time with them. So, you know, it all worked out like it should. And like you said, Tammy, it is definitely the most memorable Christmas. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, thank you for sharing. That was so cool. I had not heard that story. Yeah. Well, but probably because I, I get into a blubbery mess every time I try to share it. And that's been two years ago and it's still impactful for me. So our encouragement to you, we know it's a crazy time of year. We know you've got a to-do list that you're never going to get done. Get done what's important. And what's important is spending time with people you love. I don't care if you have to order all of your Thanksgiving food from a restaurant or from a grocery store. Like who cares? Everybody can eat out at some point, some fabulous dinner. That's right. Make time to be together. That's the most important thing. Well, thank you, Tammy, for getting on here. I hope you and your family have a great Thanksgiving. Oh, thank you. You have a great Thanksgiving. Y'all have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, Keto Sisters. Everybody watching, we appreciate you. We hope you enjoyed watching that video as much as we enjoyed making it. 